science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I am the husband. Hi, husband. Hi. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I would love to talk about some more hormones today. Okie dokie. And I would like to talk about hormones in human uh-huh. the hormones involved in human reproduction okay what are the two main hormones you already know uh insulin hang on <laughs> the <laughs> two the two main hormones i know in human reproduction or yes. just the two main yes, hormones i one. know well you weren't clear on your question were you not. mrs corbett the two main hormones i know about in terms of human reproduction are uh Testosterone and estrogen? Yeah, good. Right. So testosterone <laughs> little and, there. <laughs> and estrogen are secreted by their um, glands. What are the glands that they're secreted by? Uh, testes and ovaries. Good. And when are they stimulated to, to begin doing their job? Puberty. Puberty, good. And what stimulates the time of puberty? The natural passage of time. <laughs> There's another gland, the master gland. What's the master gland Oh, called? really? Uh, uh, big bad pituitary. The big bad pituitary, absolutely. So, students should be able to describe the roles of hormones in human reproduction, including the menstrual cycle. So, that's what we're going to focus on today because you've done the first bit. Okay. So, we know that puberty, um, during puberty, reproductive hormones cause secondary sex characteristics to develop. So, that's things like breast development, sperm development, um, menstrual cycle, that kind of stuff. Um, so we know that estrogen is the main female reproductive hormone produced in the ovaries. And we know that testosterone is the male, main male reproductive hormone produced by the testes and it stimulates sperm production. It is worth noting males and females both produce uh, testes mm. and no, testosterone. And, yeah. Testosterone and estrogen just in much smaller amounts. Um, so the menstrual cycle, that's what we're going to focus on today. It happens to half the population. Um, I have to say out of pure experience of teaching this on exam papers boys score higher than girls on this one arrogance just because you got it doesn't mean you know about it yeah it is like an intellectual arrogance so um and and also it's a very like it's a step process that you have to learn Mm. um about when the hormones are interacting what they do and it's a list uh it's a list um function basically so it's it's quite easy to as a tick off learning thing so talk to me what you know about the menstrual cycle how long is the menstrual cycle 28 days what is the function of the menstrual cycle to shed the uterine layer um, that's that's only a small portion of it what's the what's the function oh, yeah. of the menstrual cycle oh to move the ovum oh good through the fallopian tube into the uterus so what's the point in that uh so that is ready for fertilization fertilization yeah it's exactly right it's to prepare the body for fertilization basically gotcha um so hormones that you need is to that know. it prepare the body for fertilization don't need to do the long-winded thing that i did no i was just showing off guys um <laughs> so there's quite a few hormones that are going on during this time so we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the 28 days what happens over the 28 days and then we're gonna talk about what hormone does what okay good yeah so you already said it's 28 days long roughly some uh some females it's longer some females it's shorter the first part of the menstrual cycle is 
um, the period. So that is when the uterine lining is shed. Um, and so therefore blood will come uh, through the vagina and that is the uterine lining coming out. And that's again, the start of it, is it? That's the start. So, okay. that, so normally, like if women are speaking to like about any medication really or anything to do with their pregnancy, like pregnancy is always taken from the date, the first day of your last period. So that always indicates that's the start of your menstrual cycle. Mm. Now, the actual period part can last anywhere between like two to seven days just depending it depends on the type of person you are how many hormones you produce that kind of thing everyone's different so that first seven days uterine lining is very low so if we were to have uterine lining on a graph it would be really low sure because it's going well it would be moving downwards wouldn't it because it would be uh moving down so that's we're going to say that's the first week one to seven days we're going to block it into days of seven because that's easier what happens over the next seven days do you think a new uterine layer is produced. Yeah, a new uterine lining is produced. And then... I keep they, saying layer, it's lining. Yeah, it's a layer. It's fine. It's lining. A layer of lining. Yeah. Think like of it as wallpaper. Blood vessels are produced. Like It's, it's a whole bunch of stuff that happens. It's pretty incredible. Um, and then we get to halfway through the cycle, the next seven days. So we're at day 14. What happens on day 14? Um, that is ovulation day. It's ovulation day! The ovaries open, so is that door. I didn't know they did that. The anymore. ovaries open. I'm just, I just like that the bit. Fallopian tubes. The kids open. hate me when we learn this because I make them make bracelets and I sing Frozen to them constantly just by it's ovulation day. Well, why wouldn't you? Because annoying works. So we've got this build up of the uterine lining. Then we've got ovulation, which is where the ovum is uh, released from its follicle. Um, and then we've got its follicle. So is that the top of the the ram's horn? Yeah, so if you, yeah, so you're, what you're saying, I'm trying to, like, you're just made a visual, haven't you? So the uterus, oh. if we say that's like the ram's face and then the end of the ram's, what are they called? Horns. Horns. That, that would be the ovary. So your females are born with every egg that they're, they're ever going to produce. Yeah. Okay. So every month an egg matures or a follicle matures. So they're like these little follicles and they mature into an egg and the egg is like released. Okay. Um, it's follicle yeah and that what that's what happens then it goes down the fallopian tube and hopefully it meets a sperm um or not like that's its destiny though it that's what it's it meets a sperm, yeah but the person who owns the egg might not want that yeah so if you see the word follicle follicle is where the eggs are essentially so okay. each egg is a follicle sure that makes sense. um so that's day 14 the egg is released and then what happens for the next seven days well the next 14 days really i imagine it travels yeah and what happens to the uterine lining it thickens. It just stays nice and thick, yeah. So uh-huh. it's already thickened up right up to day 14 and then it stays nice and thick just in case. Uh-huh. Just in case a sperm arrives and fertilization happens. And fertilization happens in the fallopian tubes, generally. And then cilia cells waft. Happens the in egg. the fallopian tubes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then you've got these little hairs on the inside of the fallopian tubes, cilia cells, which waft the egg, fertilized or not, down to the... Um, uterus um, you only find those hair cells in the respiratory system that's the, that's the other place like in your nose and it, like on the way down to your lungs because they waft yeah. like mucus and particulates and stuff um, yes so usually fertilization happens in the fallopian tube and very rarely will a fetus actually will grow there and that's when things have gone wrong that's called an ectopic pregnancy have you heard of those i have yeah so that's that's what that is okay um so when, yeah. when the egg hasn't been wafted enough yeah, it hasn't been wafted right. enough yeah embryo at that point hasn't wafted nearly mm. enough mm. um so usually like if someone in early pregnancy has pains or whatever they go and get a scan just to check that's not occurring because it can be potentially deadly um so yeah so 
Then we've got high lining of the uterus. If it's not been fertilized, we then go back down to day one of the cycle, period, starts over again. So what happens to the egg if it's not fertilized? It comes out with the uterine lining. Actually, although I did hear that like part of it was absorbed. I'm not sure if that's true. But for the purpose of the exam? Yeah, you don't need to worry. Like okay. it's, it's shed with the lining. Uh, can, we the use, can we use egg? Is that all right? Yeah, egg's fine. Uh, you still get a mark for egg. Um, it's really interesting because almost no other species of animal does has periods. Like most of them do just absorb the lining of the uterus. What chickens? Well, their ovulation is the tasty things we eat, aren't they? Yes, that's what I mean. Is that is that a chicken's egg not an, a chicken's period? No, that's ovulation, isn't it? They've released the egg. Right. They don't have periods because period is the shedding of the lining of the uterus, but they don't do that. Gotcha. Yeah, they absorb, with you. Yep. They absorb yep. their uterine, uterine yep. lining, which is crazy clever. Anyway, so let's talk about hormones. Okay? Right. So these are the hormones you need to know. Okay. Now, there are three hormones you need to know, four technically. So you've already got estrogen, which is released from the... Um, estrogen is released from the um, ovaries. Good. Right. We've now also got... FSH. FSH. Yep. Follicle stimulating hormone. Guess what that does? It stimulates the follicle. To mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've got follicles. Once they mature, they become eggs. Yeah? Or gotcha. they release eggs. So follicle stimulating hormone comes from, is, is stimulated by the pituitary gland. Master. By Basta. the master gland. Yeah. Yep. Another hormone, LH, luteinizing hormone. You don't need to know the full names, but... LH is luteinizing hormone. It has one job and it has one job on day 14. What is its job? Um, ovulation. Ovulation. It's ovulation day. That's LH's day. Oh, okay. it, was I right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I took That's the same job. It releases the egg. And then um, there's one other called progesterone. Have you heard of that one? I have. Tell me what you know about progesterone. Nope. I've got nothing. I have no idea what it is. Let's see. Estrogen. They're similar sounding words. Are they similar doing things or are they opposite doing things? Science, it could be anything. Progesterone. Nope, got nothing. So, um, oh, I suppose you could break this down into like its component parts. So pro, meaning like, yes, positive. Gest, progest, so gest, gestation. Gestation is the like growth of a, of a embryo. So progesterone is known as the pregnancy hormone. So oh. it's the one that develops milk, maintains the lining of the uterus, does all of the things you need to do to have a baby. Uh-huh. Um, so quite often, like, you know, um, we're going to talk about different how contraceptives work, but like the contraceptive pill, the one that makes you not have a period, mm. that is because it, it's giving you progesterone. So it makes your body think that it needs to keep its uterine lining. Sure. So therefore, you don't then release another egg. So therefore, it can't get fertilized. So therefore, you can't get pregnant. Okay. Quite clever. That is clever. So they all work in specific ways. So estrogen, um, right, hang on. No, let's start with FSH. So FSH. Uh, Follicle stimulating hormone. hormone. So when that starts, we're stimulating the maturity of an egg. The release of that, FSH, stimulates the release of estrogen from the ovary. So when FSH is growing... Mm. estrogen goes oh i need a lining of uterus and that starts growing gotcha okay but when estrogen levels are really high it inhibits fsh so it stops the pituitary gland releasing fsh because like i've got my uterine lining you you're preparing me an egg we're all good um so they are in a negative feedback loop with one another sure as one is high 
the other one in, is inhibited. So estrogen, when estrogen level is high, it then stimulates the release of LH because it's saying, I've got my, I've got my hormone, my, my follicle has matured, I've got my lining, go, release the egg, yeah? Um, this has caused the release of the egg. Whereas at the end of the, like after LH has been produced, progesterone then starts being produced and that inhibits both LH and FSH. It goes, don't, don't, don't do any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. One at a time, guys, so, one at a time. Therefore, when estrogen and progesterone are high, the uterus is fully prepared for pregnancy. So that is basically from like estrogen levels go up, 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 building up that uterine lining from day 14. Um, it's, it, it's triggered off LH. And then it stays high with the levels of progesterone because it goes, we are ready for babies. Um, and then as estrogen and, and progesterone level drops at the end of the um, cycle, because nothing happens, um, the inhibition of FSH ends. So FSH starts going again. So another sure. follicle is being created. Okay. So if it's like if, a little perpetual motion machine. Yeah. So if, if the egg is fertilized and embeds in the lining of the uterus, the progesterone levels will be um, like stimulated to continue. Sure. And the estrogen levels will be stimulated to continue. And so no FSH will be released. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's just quickly go through the four hormones you need to know. So estrogen, estrogen. secreted by the, ovaries ovaries and what does it cause the shedding of the uterine lining shedding of the uterine lining fantastic yeah. no 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 build no. up of the uterine lining build up of the uterine lining. Build up the <laughs> yeah no um and then we've got fsh follicle stimulating hormone secreted by uh pituitary gland fantastic and what's his job to stimulate the follicle to mature the embryo no mature the the egg egg and that then stimulates LH. estrogen oh estrogen estrogen and when estrogen is too high it inhibits fsh but it does stimulate lh lh and lh um it explodes the egg it makes it go, <laughs> make it go poof go <laughs> ovulates get it on it ovulates Ovulate. get on your way yeah. son yeah get on your way son and so then lh it only literally lasts for a day lh so there's like if on a graph it just spikes at day 14 <laughs> and then goes um, typical LH. Typical LH. And then we've got progesterone, which maintains the lining of the uterus and prepares for all those pregnancy things that you need. Um, and so estrogen and progesterone maintain high towards the end of the cycle, um, which inhibits FSH. And then they drop at the end of the cycle, which stimulates FSH to go back up. So we've got this. You might see it on a graph. Beautiful. What an, what an incredible system. It, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It is. I mean, it, seems like, a, it seems like an incredible amount of... Uh, like hard work. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, <laughs> to do every four weeks. Oh. Well, they always say it's like one good week when when all the hormones are in like symphony and that's it. Yeah. That's all you've got. Yeah. Um, so just to be clear, foundation students, they need to know follicle stimulating hormone matures the egg, luteinizing hormone releases the egg, estrogen and progesterone maintain the uterus lining. That's all you need to know. But higher tier need to be able to explain the interactions. Okay. So FSH kicks off, kicks off estrogen Estrogen stops FSH, kicks off LH, um, and then estrogen and progesterone inhibit FSH until they go low and then they stimulate FSH. So you've got to know that. Um, students should be able to extract and interpret data higher tier only, need to extract and interpret data from graphs showing hormone levels during the menstrual cycle. So I'm going to show you, not now because I haven't got it on me, I'm going to show you a graph just so you can see. So you, so you have to like, you have to be able to look at a graph of hormone levels and say which part of the cycle you're in yeah normally yeah. it has the days on the bottom and then you'll have like four lines so if you imagine like from day one 
FSH, um, FSH goes up, therefore estrogen goes up, therefore LH just pops up at day 14 and then goes down again. As the estrogen gets higher, the FSH drops off and then the estrogen and progesterone increases after ovulation and then estrogen and progesterone stay high until the bottom. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect sense. That is it for the menstrual cycle. Um, A really good tip on that is I often will, um, with my students, I'll make a bracelet with five days of period and then another seven beads and then one bead for ovulation and then another 14 beads just so they can literally on their hand go right day one to five this is happening and explain because then you've got something that you can literally physically hold on to and it helps your memory it's a good um what's the word called it's a good bit of metacognition mm. you you literally find a way of and a lovely bit of craft as well a lovely bit of craft love bit of craft you know what i'm like yeah you and your barbecues and your menstrual cycles just crafting uterine linings left right and center <laughs> <laughs> cool are right, we done yeah we're done see, see you later. later bye bye